Dudes and dudettes, Michelangelo here just to tell you that you are listening to the Points of Interest podcast. Bodacious Cowabunga! This episode of An Elegant Weapon is brought to you by... The Great Allentown Comic Con! 2014 fifth year anniversary show happening November 15th and 16th in Allentown, Pennsylvania. What are y'all doing in here? We're smoking reefer, and you don't want no part of this shit. An elegant weapon for a more civilized age. This is a journey into sound. Gentlemen, welcome to An Elegant Weapon, episode 124. I'm your host, Jay. Please excuse me while I flick my back. Man, ain't nothing wrong with smoking weed. Weed is from the earth. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Guess what tonight is? Tonight's episode is brought to you by the great Allentown Comic Con. That's right, kids. November 15th and 16th in the Market Square Mall in Allentown, Pennsylvania. It's the fifth year anniversary of uh, this great Allentown Comic Con. And guess what? An elegant weapon's going to be there. That's right. We're going to be there. We're going to be in the house. We're going to be hanging out with our good friend and sponsor, Stan Kanopka of Nemesis Studios. Go check out nemesisstudios.com. See what they're all about. Uh, we got some things lined up. It's going to be very exciting. Obviously, we'll be bringing you all that excitement afterwards in audio form. Um, but yeah, so that's like next week or the week after or some shit. So if you're in Pennsylvania and you happen to be listening to this, go there. Meet me in person. Isn't that exciting? <laughs> I guess so. Um, <laughs> you hear the chuckles of one Francis, the other guy, fellow member of the POI Knights of the Pod table. How you doing, Francis? I'm doing great, Jason. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic indeed. I'm excited and nervous to be going to Pennsylvania. First time, huh? Um, yeah, in Pennsylvania. Um, nice. It, it's more that I'm, okay, I'm flying down, right? So I bought a ticket. Okay. And I'm flying out of Toronto, and uh, the flight is in like an hour and a half, and I land in Jersey. And I have a three-hour layover in Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> and then I have an hour and a half flight the rest of the way. So it was a super cheap flight. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and it means I have to spend three hours in Jersey to earn it. 
Well, three hours in the airport. I think you'll be okay. <laughs> it should be all right. I'm sure yeah. there's a bar of some sort or something, and uh, I should survive. But, uh, yep. you know, it, it's uh, it's always nervous going to a new place, you know. Oh, for sure. And, yeah. uh, you know, I'm going to America. I'm leaving my country. <laughs> and I know all you Americans are like, what's, what's going to be the difference, whatever. But trust me, <laughs> there's a difference. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. When yeah, I'm not definitely. in Canada, I know I'm not in Canada. Even if it's Buffalo, I know I'm not in Canada. <laughs> yeah, the food is different. The The coffee is different. <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> is anyway. weird how it's those little things, like signs mm-hmm. for like stores. You don't realize how used to like certain like convenience store sign, like chain signs you are. Yeah. And then, you know, you see the little weird things there. Like, uh, what did I get used to in Ohio? Is it Sheets? I have no idea. It's called, I don't know if they have it out there in California where you are, no. but they're like a gas station with uh, the big gas stations that have, like, you know, hot dogs and all that shit and food inside and stuff. Yeah. Well, look, being a Californian, I know exactly how you feel because every time I step out of my state, it feels like I'm going into a different country. So <laughs> yeah, I, you, I can appreciate that. You do have that. You live in a certain bubbled state that is definitely got its own thing going on to the rest of. Uh, yeah, that must be totally weird. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, every time I go out to the east, I just think this I don't fit anywhere here. I have no idea what's going on. It's just a different kind of vibe and lifestyle, even if it is the same country. But yeah. Yeah, I have a feeling it's probably more. uh, It's probably weird to you when you leave at how like casual and to themselves maybe people are. Yeah, yeah, Not, yeah. I people mean... don't try to stand out as much, maybe. <laughs> Not that I know what I'm talking about, because I've never been to California. But I have a feeling there's a, a bit more pimp and promping, you know. Well, uh, there, yeah. There's there's more uh, Gucci and Louis Vuitton and things like that. There are more dogs and purses and cats on leashes. So, yeah. <laughs> well, like, what are the suburbs out. like? Because like. Like, do you have suburbs in your area? Like, are you in the city? Like, I live in the suburbs. Yeah. And, and would the... they be typical suburbs you'd see in like ET, like those suburbs? Kind of. Be... Here's the thing. I mean, it, it, having lived here my entire life, there I can I can honestly say there is that blanket of Hollywood everywhere. I mean, even in the suburbs, you can go as far as you want away from LA and you just get this really strong sense of like we have you have to be a particular image and you have to show that off as much as you can if you're going to be the nerd you better show off that you're a nerd if you're going to (laughs) be glamorous you better show off you're going to be glamorous otherwise you don't have an identity and that's super important here in this state and i i mean it's nothing horrible but you know i i see how i saw how um, teenagers dressed out in Oklahoma versus teenagers dressed out in California. <laughs> right, right. And trust me, there is a huge difference in the way even our that, and that's a sign of pop culture. It's just like there's a really strong difference between those two states, and it's evident. It's, it's weird. Like, you would know? you go to the would you go to the corner store in your pajamas? No. And pick up a loaf of bread? No. no. <laughs> like, to see no. what I mean? Like, <laughs> you have to, dr- well, you have to drive to your corner store. There's no such thing as a corner store here. You know, you have to drive to that corner store. You have to drive to that, that grocery store. If you want to pick up something, you're not walking anywhere. You're taking a bus, you're driving there. Really? There's no way around. Yeah. 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 It, it's just, it's, 
almost consider. I mean, it's it gets considered safer. <laughs> no, it's considered more convenient. I mean, we, it's just things are things are far away. <laughs> if you want to get to somewhere, you really have to take your car out. It, yes. It's a it's a California necessity. It's so different. Whereas in like New York or Toronto, you can still get by. It's almost you know more convenient to not have a car. And the second you get out that way, like to BC or you know California, it's like <laughs> you ain't walking to the corner store. Oh hell no, <laughs> hell no! You need that car as as a matter of fact. Yeah. So speaking of California, yes. Uh, just recently, this past weekend, you were mm-hmm. lucky enough to attend for Points of Interest Podcast Network uh, mm-hmm. as press, uh, Stanley's Kamikaze. Yes, yes, I did. It was a brilliant... I loved it, actually. It was... Um, you know, I went to WonderCon la- earlier this year, and they call this convention small. It isn't. I mean, it was... a ton. There was just a ton of people there. I think the only problem i had is there were so many restrictions to press there that really the purpose of being press is you get free a free pass you don't have to pay for really? your ticket to get it <laughs> so you're right. just supposed to blog about it or something well that's the thing like here, here's my problem um for me being there as press i i'm not familiar with the artists as much as say you would be or the writers as you would be probably right like people were gathering around a bunch of these larger looking gentlemen and i'm like okay i have no idea who they are and i heard in passing oh they're the guys from comic book men they were there they had their own booth and they were interviewing and talking to people right you could have went up to michael zapsik and said hey i heard you on an elegant weapon (laughs) right and i and but the thing is i didn't i don't know who he is i don't know what he looks like right i don't know who these people are and that's my problem i'm going in this press really unprepared uh and actually my goal was to kind of there were a lot of bigger celebrities but again, as press, you're not allowed to just be to just come up to them and be like, "I need, to, I want to interview you." No, you got to get them when oh, they're yeah, yeah. off. Yeah, when they're not working, when they're not signing autographs, or when they're doing something else. The only problem is with that is that they're once it's announced. Hey, by the way, um, is it Barbara Eden? Is that uh, I Dream of Genie? Yes. Yeah, she was there, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool. All right, nothing gone." The moment it was announced, gone. Uh, John Barrowman. <laughs> Once it was announced, he did a couple things, ushered away. Wow. You know, so it was yeah. really difficult. And I had no choice but to just blog about it because, unfortunately, my attempts to actually get an interview were squashed, mostly because it was just me and I'm only, I can only be so many places at once. Yeah, it's very hard with these, with these, these cons, uh, you know, at different levels and stuff because – uh, depending on their history and how they're ran, you know, because how many years has this Kamikaze been going? It's not that old, right? Oh, it's only, I think it's only its third or fourth year. Yeah, yeah. so it, 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 it came out of a time of the circuit. It came out at a time where it automatically became part of the con circuit. So it has these certain, you know, you know, logistics that unfortunately work out that way and don't work out well for the press, you know what I mean? Sure. So that, that kind of, same thing with Fan Expo. They won't even give like a lot of press because the celebrities don't want to bother. You know, they don't want to talk to people who aren't like an, on a level that they understand. You know, right? So it's yeah. very difficult. As then you have other cons. Like I went to Motor City Comic Con back mm-hmm. in May, and I was pressed for that. And I was not because of the con, but I just happened. I got a room in the hotel that all the you know that's attached to the place where all the people were staying. 
So I got some cool interviews and stuff, but it was so accessible that I don't know, maybe it was because of its reputation in the past and the celebrities hear about it, but they were so relaxed and they hung out all the mm -hmm. time. So there was never a point where they were like, I'm going to hide in my room or I'm getting out of here. They would do, they did the whole weekend and did it happily and drank and talked and hung out and, and, you know, by the fire. I got drunk with uh, Scott Wilson by the fire on the patio. Uh, yeah. I saw those pictures and yeah. didn't even think to podcast with him. Like, <laughs> you know, I didn't right, even right. think. And that's, uh, but I did get to talk with Jane McNeil of mm -hmm. the walking dead and, uh, and we hung out with her all the time. Every time she went out for, you know, wanted to go outside and hang out for a bit or get a breath of fresh air, you know, she'd fucking, you know, she, we'd go out with her and hang out and it was cool. So, yeah, it's 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 neat when you have that and you can experience that. That was a really special experience. But then, I, yeah, I'll go to Fan Expo here and I'll have to gorilla pod. I'll have to hide under tables just to talk to people. <laughs> like. <laughs> they don't know exactly. And here it's a little different, too, because a lot of these celebrities live here. I mean, it's in L.A. They, they're they probably five minutes away from their home. Yeah. They can just go home whenever they want, or they can go to a – you know, they can party on their own without any any of the uh, – and I and I've seen some of the uh, some of the I guess press stuff from from Kamikaze, and it looks like yeah there wasn't that much unless you knew the artists unless you knew the writers unless you knew the people creating the comics the actual big celebrities you weren't going to get really much of a hit unless you were a repu a reputable name you right. know like you you have a gigantic camera and you're you know you're you're a thing. And unfortunately, that wasn't the case here. But that that it didn't it did not deter from my fun. I mean, I had a lot of fun just being there, and and being in a different mindset, you know. Because usually I go just to just go and enjoy myself and and go to panels and things. Now I had to pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> like now I had to know what the hell yeah, was going I gotta on. I got to jot notes and stuff. You know. I wonder exactly. if that was. Do you think that's got something to do with the timing though? Because May, nice and early in the year. Beginning of con season, it's hardly started. Everybody's fresh and ready to go. And then Kamikaze, we've got here in what November? <laughs> oh yeah, and, yeah, yeah, November. The tail end, like people are done. Yeah, are they're <laughs> the celebrities themselves are probably like, I'm finished. <laughs> exactly. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. And it's just you know, it, it's unfortunate that that's really how it is. Like, well, the uh, most important I, thing is that you had a good time and you I were did. satisfied, and it was a pleasant weekend and. Being being California, I'm sure the cosplay was excellent. Cosplay was fantastic. Um, everyone, I mean, it, it was probably. I, I wouldn't say they they bump it up a notch. As a matter of fact, I think a lot of people kind of toned it down for this. I think because it is the end of the con season. Like I saw a lot of really elaborate costumes uh, at WonderCon, but this time around, for some reason, it was a lot simpler. Um, just kind of. It was just you know, here. I am dressed up as Batman, like a ton of Batman, uh, you know, of course. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. And just a ton of a lot of the basics, like a lot of the ones you normally see at conventions, were there. And it was, yeah, it was fun. It was, it was really cool to see those guys. Several uh, hundred death Deadpool's walking around. I'm oh sure. my god, everyone is a Deadpool. Yeah, <laughs> Deadpool yeah. is like Deadpool is like the character to be. Deadpool and Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy. Harley Quinn, I have to admit, everyone who dressed up as Harley Quinn. Their their go to costume is the more cleavage the better. Yeah. Like that was their... <laughs> You know, like... which is funny that it's gotten to that point. I think maybe part of the Arkham game and stuff. But I mean, when Harley came and invented in the animated series, she had a full jumpsuit. Mm 
Exactly. Like up the collar and around the neck. There was no cleavage involved whatsoever. So Harley has just gotten sluttier and sluttier over the years, eh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you also said poison ivy. Exactly the same thing. You know, it's just like a leaf over each nipple and they're good. They're good to go. <laughs> there you go. I'm green and poison ivy. Boom. So there has been that brilliant couple. And I think they might have been there, but they've been going around as the Waynes. They were there. Yeah, they yes. run up to Batman and go, son, and then they fall on the ground. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, as a matter of fact, the pictures I saw recently were from Kamikaze. Like, I recognized <laughs> some of the booths and stuff. I'm like, oh, well, they must have been there because, yeah, I recognize the area. So I, I like that. Yeah, I-, yeah. I thought that was really funny. Did you catch um, any panels or anything like that? Or um, I know that, uh, yeah, I've, 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 I've caught a few. Uh, most of them were not notable in the sense of there weren't really any big, uh, people or celebrities. Those had rid- ridiculously long lines. I mean, it, I realize there is only so much room to place a person. For instance, I, I mean, I went to what I thought was originally going to be Hollywood, um, uh, Hollywood Babylon, um, that ended up becoming Fat Man on Batman. Over at the, oh, uh, over... I was so jealous of you too. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, when you, I saw that HBO thing, because that is my all-time favorite podcast. In fact, on the last episode, they unfortunately announced that it's going to be the last one for a while, and my heart sank. <laughs> like, you yeah. can't believe, because Mondays are just always a treasure for me in my Hollywood Babylon. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, so starts the week off right. Yeah, and in this case... At least you uh, saw Fat Man on Batman, though. I did, I did. I mean, it was still Ralph Garman, it's still Kevin Smith. Um, Burt Ward, Ward, though, yeah? And Burt Ward was there, yeah, just kind of regaling on stuff. Apparently, um, Adam West was sick, so was not able to make it for that panel. But he was supposed to be there, uh, too, uh, to kind of just talk about the... I guess the DVD is coming out soon. Oh, Blu-ray's coming out soon. Right, so, right, right, right. Of the Batman 66. So they were just talking about that. But it, yeah, it was, a, it was a lot of fun to see. Those guys were ushered out fast. They were snuck in and ushered out fast. But I think it's because they did Hollywood Babylon that night. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, and they had a 2 p.m. They had a 2 p.m. panel. And any, any con, Smith is busy. He's busy as shit, you know? So, yeah. and I'm sure, and Garmin was getting around. But I mean... That's that's an amazing experience, and you know what? I, we've actually heard them talk to Adam West enough times, so True it's enough. actually nice for Burt Ward to get his moment, and them do just a specific one with him. That's actually pretty rad. I'm looking forward to hearing that. So, oh, he's hilarious. I mean, that guy has some really good stories. Oh, I'm I, sure. I was impressed. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I was a little. I mean, that was probably the most packed. That was the only one I was willing to wait in line for, in all honesty, because everything else, I, I was there for about a good hour i want to say uh waiting in that line and we weren't even the first ones in there was a line there that was there and i think an hour and a half before us and they were already they were set, uh, ushered in so i it was a huge huge panel that people wanted to be a part of so you didn't have to buy tickets for it it was actually a panel that they recorded it, for it then yes exactly. Oh, okay. see i saw at uh at fan expo two or three years ago they did jay and silent bob get old mm-hmm. but it was a midnight event so you bought tickets separately. Mm-hmm. So I didn't like I had to wait in the lineup, but just to go in, there wasn't like uh, I didn't have to wait in a lineup hoping to get in for three hours or anything. Like I had a ticket, you know. Oh sure, yeah, sure. So it was cool that they did it that way. So 
Yeah. That's good times. Uh, any, getting to experience any of that stuff is, is, is super fun. And, uh, you know, that, I've heard good things about that con over the years, too. People have enjoyed... Uh... It, oh, yeah, it's a full-fledged con. I mean, I wrote... My God, I have, like, four or five blog posts on uh, SincereSarcasm.net. You could find all... I just wrote and wrote and wrote. And <laughs> just a ton of information just about that, that uh, convention. Because there was a lot of really good stuff. I mean... It was yeah. It was just it, yeah. Again, it was just a lot yeah, of fun. Go there and, and read about it, kids, yeah. and uh, check it out. Check out the adventures of Francis, the other guy, at Stanley's Kamikaze. And uh, mm-hmm. that's, I'm looking forward to this con also because it's not a huge. It's not like a super small con, but uh, it's not a huge con, and people are really tight at this Allentown thing. Yeah, it's got a great reputation. But I was looking at the pictures, and what I'm excited about partly is that it it is in this like mall place. It's got this uh, dirt mall kind of feel to it, it almost seems. Like, I don't want to make that sound negative. But I mean, like, uh, like you know, in mall rats when they go to the dirt mall and shit. <laughs> <laughs> it looks good. It like it looks like quality. But you know what I Merchant mean? It's square, yeah. It's not like, it doesn't look like a convention center, you know, mm-hmm. which is cool. So I'm going to, I'm going to enjoy that. Oh, sure. Yeah. And, and you know what? I actually prefer um, – I wish I would go to these smaller conventions because we do have small kind of uh, out-of-the-way conventions uh, over here that are just – they're not as well-advertised. They're not kind of nationally known. I mean people from – I, and I was a part of a panel where several people from New Jersey and Pennsylvania and like all parts of the East Coast came over just to this one convention. For this one weekend to go to Kamikaze, and I think it's, I don't, is it worth it? <laughs> is it worth flying out here, spending all that money just to go to this well, convention? Well, you know, it well, when, it's, when it's what you do, and you do mm-hmm. it a lot, it seems like less effort to go to ones you like. You know what I mean? So people sure. will make that effort to, oh, I had a good time. Especially with these, especially the celebrities and stuff, they do so many cons. If one sticks out, it must have been a really, really good fucking Comic Con. or Oh, for sure. Or like, you know new york or san diego or whatever so yeah so, so it, i'm looking forward to it i think it's going to be exciting it'll be my sec my second american con <laughs> so the republicans took you took the houses and shit yesterday <laughs> that's going to be interesting first time since 2006 oh man them you are following our politics <laughs> you can't help it man because it's uh you know God, your, yeah. your news just makes such a big deal about things. <laughs> well, you know, it, it yeah. was funny. The Canadian shooting that happened recently at the Parliament. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, it was funny because you'd watch, you'd put on the Canadian news channel, and uh, it was a very, you know, it was very journalistic coverage of the situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were just keeping abreast, you know. They weren't, like, you know, going nuts on anything. They were just reporting what was happening at the time. And mm-hmm. what had happened up to that moment. And then you put on CNN or Fox and it was just wild <laughs> speculation. And there's 18 shooters running around. No one seems to know what's happening. <laughs> it's been a nuclear explosion. Just going crazy. And I was like, and oh, then yeah. I went back to the Canadian channel and they were just rehashing what happened. Very professional. Yeah, look, we love to sensationalize everything. I mean, I recently heard about how a lot of the news outlets are really blowing up Ebola. 
you know, and like how it's going to kill everyone. Yeah. Deuce at 10. This is spreading <laughs> like wildfire. Everyone is going to die in a few years, blah, blah, blah. It's like, oh, no, calm down. Yeah. <laughs> needless, needless frenzy all of yeah. a sudden. And so I, I do enjoy good sensationalized news. It's actually well, the, the one thing that concerns me about all that is that the number has reached 10,000 infected over there. And, you know, we've survived worse plagues than this and shit, you know. But mm-hmm. it, it's a, when it got to 10, because I remember so recently it was at 2. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. That's the only thing about this whole – I don't believe anything I hear or really listen to much. You know, I try yeah. to pay attention a little. But that's the one thing I heard that it, it officially got to 10,000. And I was like, okay, now we're talking fucking – I thought that – but it's not 10,000 confirmed. I thought it was just 10,000 suspected cases or like they, they're know. showing symptoms like, but anyway like i said i was again, just half paying attention i also <laughs> have this vaporizer in my hand that i just seem to continuously keep hitting <laughs> well yeah <laughs> so yeah beautiful uh, so one cool thing that came along with this uh, republican takeover thing is uh, a couple more states are very close to legalizing miss mary jane yep oh yeah which is yeah. exciting for i believe oregon which yes. uh, I'm not surprised. That's kind of you know you you figure they'd be the next ones in line. Oh for sure. Or real yeah. close. Um, and what were the other ones? Washington D.C. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, I can't remember the other one I heard. Maybe North Carolina, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. I don't know. I don't recall either. But... I'm surprised California's not all about it. But you guys are probably like us, where it's just not worth the fight. Because it's already so easy and legal, uh, yeah. almost. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You know, it's it, again, it's really, really simple to get. Like people do not fuss over that stuff because it's just, it's so easy. That's what's just... like here. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's like oh, okay, fine. You just you can't get it at your corner store, but you know what? It's not hard to get it where you need. You can to get, get it, it behind the corner store. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> just go to Venice Beach. You'll understand. You know, and then you're 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 taken care of. Trust me. Uh... Going to the right store. But yeah, yeah, we're not worried about that stuff. We don't care because it's, it's good. <laughs> it's good for us. So yeah. uh, we're, we're all in a good boat with that situation. Um, I'm hoping to actually uh, – where is it? Is it Denver somewhere? They're doing something called uh, PotCon. Oh, really? I didn't hear about this. Okay. There's actually this, a pocket. Yeah. It's, <laughs> well, no. Here's the thing. They have the Cannabis Cup in Denver, uh-huh. right, which is basically a pot convention. Okay. Right. It's tables and our good friends, Superstoner, uh, the Adventures of Superstoner, Andy and Chip. They debuted the comic there and stuff, and uh, you know, so they had a table. They were exhibiting for the comic, and then there's all other sorts of vendors, but it's basically a con. But uh, where did I hear this? I'm sorry, I can't remember the source, but uh, they're trying to do a pot comic convention. Oh, pot comic. Like, not specifically pot comics. Like, it would basically be a pot convention and a comic convention going on at the same time. Okay. In one building. <laughs> that that works. Is it, it? It's not called... <clears throat> it's not called Chromic... Chromicon? Yes, Chronicon. You're right. Yeah. Where the hell did I hear this? I don't know. Are you looking know. at something, or is this I popping am. out of your it's... head? No, this is something I'm looking at. Okay, it's... this exa- it's true. All right, I ain't just fucking high tucking this shit. <laughs> <laughs> with that, I shall reward myself with yet another hit. <laughs> yeah, it looks like it is happening. Um, it looks like it is happening in Colorado. Uh, and Arizona, it says? That's weird. But, um, oh, no, no, that's the guy. He, he, the guy who runs Comic-Con uh, conventions at Colorado and Arizona are, is doing this, the Chronicon. Um, but yeah, it looks like it's going to be happening. Wow. Uh, it looks like it may be happening fairly soon. 
22nd, 23rd of the November. Oh, wow. Super yeah. soon and cool. Yeah, so... El Jaquez should get his ass there. <laughs> hey, it's you only know. 50 bucks for a ticket, apparently. That's not bad if it's like a weekend pass. I mean, fuck. I would like, oh, I, I, I'm just so curious. Is You know, it's taken me two and a half years to find the three pot comic books that I have out there. So, <laughs> right. you know, I don't know much actual pot comic books because I discovered a new one. Uh-huh. And uh, it's called The Bud. And oh, nice. It's neat. And I can't remember offhand who did it. I apologize. It's, uh, oh, wait. Yeah, no, it's uh, Evan Odd something. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm so sorry, dude. I'll talk about it in further length later. Um, but sure. it, just quickly, it's a comic about a bud, like an actual bud of mm-hmm. weed that's like, uh, you know, what do they call it? Anthropomorphic. Okay. Oh, yes. Right? And he's got buddies like uh, Jay Spliff, who's an actual spliff. <laughs> so it's like a like a kind of a, a meta like comic book. It's almost like tickish. Sure. You like the tick kind of? You're familiar with the tick? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. It's kind of, it's kind of in that vein, but even crazier. Like they're actual joint characters. Like he's a mm. joint. <laughs> so a lot of, a lot of puns and a lot of yes. that kind. Yeah. Yes, but but right. done very stylistic, like in a in a streamlined kind of way. It's not like cartoony and shit. It's a very very distinct style actually. That's uh, really hopped off the page. And uh, it, it looks really, really cool. So they got a Kickstarter going on. In fact, uh, I think if you could look under Odd Comic, ODD Comic on Kickstarter, it might pop up. And also, by the way, congratulations to our good friends uh, Superbud. Uh, issue 2, funded fully on Kickstarter. Congratulations, oh, yeah. fella. Congratulations. That's, That's awesome. V- very awesome. In fact, I believe they reached a couple stretch goals. Nice. Um, yeah, this show's got a great record. I think uh, six out of seven Kickstarters that have appeared on this show have funded. <laughs> so uh, they have you to thank on that yes, one. Yes, <laughs> and the one and the one that didn't get funded, which was the Adventures of Super Stoner, they said mm-hmm. fuck that anyways and kept pushing and got money from other areas and didn't nice. give up. And now the Adventures of Super Stoner exists. So go to theadventuresofsuperstoner.com, actually, and they've got lots of cool stuff. You can look at the comics. they got cool merchandise and shit. So uh, check that out. But uh, without further ado, when Francis and I get together, we usually end up talking about timey-wimey, wibbly-wobbly stuff. So let's do that, shall we? part one because they keep saying the beginning it of is. the finale but i never actually heard them say part one so i didn't know if it was a two-parter or a three-parter it's a two-parter um the, this the one that we just uh, just saw this past saturday was dark water and then it ends with death in heaven 
um, being the final episode of the season. Right. And then uh, the Christmas special right afterwards. Okay, yes. So, kids, first of all, all you Whovians out there, I know you're <laughs> up to date. I know you're cool. So, spark one up and enjoy. But, for those mm-hmm. of you who don't wish to be spoilerized, oh. <laughs> don't listen. Turn this fucking podcast off because right. we're going to spoil the shit out of fucking lots of stuff. So, first of all, it's the finale. Yes. Uh, we've got through the season, which felt very quick. Well, I, is it normally only 12 episodes? I want to say it, it does feel really short. I don't know why. Here's I, where I'm curious, because we were promised mm-hmm. a long time ago that there would be no break, or no like crazy break in between. That it would right, be, 20, right. as far as what I had heard, 24 episodes that blast right through. Now, maybe he meant blast through with a little Christmas break. So maybe mm-hmm. we don't have to wait that long after Christmas. Maybe it'll go right back in after the this little, you know, how they do their little fucking, for some reason, they have the winter season break now. Yeah. And shows yeah. will, like, stop at Christmas and not come back till February. I don't think they're going to wait that long. But I'm not too sure. Okay. That's what I had heard. So I'm a little confused because 12 episodes seems short, right? Yes, but I'm looking actually at past seasons, and they were 13 episodes, 14 episodes long. They were really not that many episodes really? for some reason. Really? Yeah. Maybe we're just uh, so out of the loop because so much happens. Well, and it's also been a longer break than usual between seasons. Like, uh, I think, what is it? Like, it was over a year yes. since since the seventh season had ended, and then they did the Day of the Doctor and all of the kind of the, the specials. And then they, they finally got the season out there. So I think it's just because of that long hiatus. That's why it feels like I this guess is it had short. been since Christmas, right? Because it was the Christmas special. So yeah, it was a yeah. long, it was a while, but it, mm-hmm. it either way, it felt to me it did fly by very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they truly accomplished their goal, uh, at least one of their goals, which was for going for that old school feel. Uh, yeah, you know, for sure. That classic Who. It was definitely a very broken up season. They kept the over arc as much as it hurt me to a minimum. <laughs> sure. Because, you know, I love that shit. I'm all about connecting episodes and being excited about more puzzle clues to the puzzle type shit. Yeah. But uh, they, I think they definitely pulled off what they did. I think they got uh, – I felt the characters went through some shit that I didn't quite expect. No. Yeah, oh, was, my God. Especially yeah. this last episode. <laughs> yeah. But I was pleased to see – the dark, they went dark like they said they were gonna, but I think mm-hmm. they went differently about it than I had envisioned. Where I thought scarier, uh, you know, more gray, literally a, mm-hmm. a physically darker show, you know, you know, maybe more mind warping type stuff, Twilight Zoney type stories, maybe. Sure. But just you know, get it your soul. I didn't expect them to get so dark. As to question the doctor's goodness, right? Yeah, I, I mean they, yeah, yeah, they did. They've gone hard. They've been like, this they've, guy is a dick. <laughs> yeah, they've really pushed the doctor. I mean, up until the last couple episodes, and even then, uh, like in the forest of the night and dark water. Uh, up until then, he was really just he didn't care about. It, it seemed like he didn't really care about anybody. Like nothing mattered. He was just there to kind of. He, he was presented a problem. He, he solved it. That's it. 
whatever it took to get there, whether it meant killing innocents or whatever it is, he felt like that was a justifiable reason to go ahead and fix the problem. And then these last two, he's he gets soft. You know, he kind of get not soft in the sense of like he just did a 180, but uh, in, for instance, in Darkwater, right at the very beginning, let's might as we might as well just put it out there. Danny Pink, for me, happily, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I do not like that guy, dies. Yeah. And there is a scene where Clara really goes nuts and is like, you need to save this guy. You cannot let this fixed point in time happen. You, We have to save him, and I'll do anything it takes. And she threatens the doctor, like, for the, maybe not for the first time ever, but you see her threaten the doctor in a way that would really kind of doom them both. And she was perfectly fine with that. And afterwards, after all of this betrayal, after all of, not even betrayal, it was just after this insanity, because it wasn't a betrayal. She was just insane and, and obviously yeah. really in love. But she went so far as to destroy every key into the TARDIS. And he's like, well, first off, fake. Secondly, I'm not, I'm not going to abandon you. You're like, my whatever <laughs> which is what i don't get like yeah because it shows this moment where he cares enough about her not to abandon her even though she betrays him mm-hmm. but there's certain moments where he's just given such an inclination towards not giving a fuck like exactly yeah it's it's really he's he's confusing he said peter capaldi said he wanted to bring mystery back to this doctor and he mission accomplished sir because i'm <laughs> fuck, it's mysterious as shit i don't know what's going on with this guy because it's first of all i i don't it's not that i dislike danny pink but mm. i don't believe their love yeah that too that i too. also and we talked about this last time uh we talked about who was how I don't there Clara so much was built up about Clara mm-hmm. and being the impossible girl and then you know her her thing was you know her point was made and her mission accomplished and everything and her you know destiny fulfilled and then she just goes to being a normal companion and instantly falls in love with this guy I don't know there's just something there that doesn't sit right with it to me you yeah. know like, well she's a their yeah. love is so passionate over such a little <laughs> amount of time. Well, it, it, that's the thing is we're shown a little amount of time. I mean, we have to kind of assume that they yeah. were together for a while because yeah. the doctor's not always there. He's leaving. He's coming back. He's leaving. For even, at times hundreds of years, I think. Right. And, well, but in like her time, months or weeks pass, and yeah. and so she has time to develop a relationship with Danny. The only thing is. Much like you say, it feels artificial. Like whenever they're together, it totally feels artificial. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't feel it. I don't. It's, it's not it, like a thing where I don't know. Rory and Amy just had this chemistry, and they both were so yeah. different sides. Of, like they're too much alike, Danny and Clara, for me. They're too much. <laughs> well, they don't. Not alike in decision making and stuff, but there's just you know. Rory was so obviously just mopily a puppy in love with, you know, mm-hmm. an unnoticing Amy. And there was something nice about that that relationship there. But this just, I'm not invested in it. I don't fucking care. <laughs> me, you know, and me neither. I mean, it's probably the weakest, I think it's the weakest element of this entire season. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it just seemed like it was tacked on because... There needs to be some kind of relationship. There needs to be some kind of love thing happening because you can't 
fall in love with the doctor anymore. He's an old man. He's a grumpy old man. You can't fall in love with that. So they have to put in that love interest, and it's 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 rubbish. It's annoying. It's the I worst. don't like yeah. the the the. She should have. <laughs> I don't often say this about characters, but she should have died. They should have killed Claire off by now. I think they will, though. I think this. I think is they the will end. too, but yeah. I think that it should have been done. She should have just after all that stuff happened, and she fulfilled her destiny, and she's the impossible girl. It should have been, and she so loves adventure and you know going on journeys with him. It should have just stuck to that and then killed her wonderfully and excellently somehow. It just would have been so much more satisfying for me. But now we've yeah. got this fucking thing. Where <laughs> you say the doctor's been nicer the last two episodes. Yeah, I think he's being more guarded. Oh, really? I think he's being nicer to Clara because he's nervous about what's coming. Mm-hmm. I think he's uh, he's playing nice. Because she's not fully in her head. She's not just his right now. He doesn't trust her as much as he usually does. Mm-hmm. And that's, hence, you know, having that test on her. Just to see how in love with Danny that she was. He knew Danny died. Mm-hmm. And wanted to see how far she was going to go with this. How much does she love him? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I think... This is also a doctor who is getting to a point who almost seems like one of the ones who would be okay most without a companion he seems to be more annoyed by people yeah that's true you know? he does seem to have a lot more uh it's not hate but he really doesn't care like he does doesn't he does he can't be bothered with it it's just like yeah, it's, a, it's yeah. a nuisance and so the i don't know why he allows claire to cut to tag along Especially since I really do believe he knows why she's doing it. Like, she's trying to avoid something, or she's trying to... I don't know what she's trying to accomplish by running away with the Doctor. Other than, yes, it's a bunch of adventures. But he's... There's something... There's an ulterior motive. I believe there's an ulterior motive to the whole thing. Yeah, I think she's... uh, I think she's... She is handy to him at times, but he probably has bigger ideas. Like, he definitely does know something's coming. And uh, who knows what. But... It has been very basic, we talked about before as well, how being more classic, original-type episodes, they've been one-offs. Oh, yeah. uh, Mm And we've had this tiny bit of the over-arc where when people die, they go to some sort of ethereal world that seems to be heaven. And there has been the presence of this woman named Missy, (laughs) and uh, who has been there through the whole thing. And as we discover in the finale, that Missy is, in fact, the return of the Master. Which I like a lot. I like a <laughs> Which lot I'm fine with. as well, and you knew it had to happen. Yeah. Just makes it unfortunate the way he died last time. Because part of the whole huge epicness of the way he died last time uh-huh. was that scene with him and David Tennant, mm-hmm. which is beautiful. And mm-hmm. when he's like, to regenerate, damn it. And he's like, no, 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 no. And he killed him. he killed his own self for good. So they're going to have to come up with something quite clever to explain this to a satisfying level of well, how he... he's back and how he regenerated. Because he keeps finding these whacked ways. Just like even even <laughs> though I know it's the movie and it's separate, but in the movie, mm-hmm. he he's able to pass himself off into Eric Roberts and shit, you know? So the Master seems to have some shit going on that most Time Lords maybe don't mess with. I don't know, maybe if it's like their dark side of the Force or something, but... Mm-hmm. How did he pull this off? That's going to be interesting. But definitely 
love the new character, love the regeneration. She should be great, a great foil to him, especially in his type of character. Which, here's the thing with the Master, though. I thought, okay, so he died twice, technically. Then he uh, he dies in an episode, uh, Last of the Time Lords. That's when he makes uh, the Tenth Doctor age really old, and then he gets that's shot. That's the one. That's the last time he died, right? And then he dies a second time in the Last of the Time Lords, which is the separate movie that happened after uh, before Tenant leaves. There's an actual. That's when he's with. Um, oh, what's this? Wilford, movie. The, what are you talking about? Not movie. Um, it, he. Okay, so the last season of doctor who or the last season of the 10th doctor he he went through and lost donna donna was his last companion yes. and then he went off by himself to do several mini episodes or standalone episodes uh one was um uh the planet of the dead i think it was called because isn't it right after he leaves donna that they throw in time crash in the middle time- which is time crash? The little uh, short he did with Peter Davidson, where the two doctors. Oh yeah, that was that was before. Yeah, because that was Voyage of the Damned when he teamed up with Kylie Minogue. <laughs> yes, yes, and they squashed in between that because at the end of Time Crash is when the Titanic comes breaking right. through the TARDIS. <laughs> yeah, I want to say that was yeah, that, but that was also the start of Donna Noble's journey because Voyage of the Dam was right before Donna Noble comes in. Okay, so it was that, the that's start of hers. Before. Okay, okay, right. Then there's Journey's End, which he, that's when he or no, that's that's when his that's his last time with Donna because he because she becomes Donna Doctor and has to be her memory has to be erased otherwise she'll die from remembering who she is. Yes, yes. Then he, there's the standalone movies, which are uh, uh, Waters of Mars, um, the Planet of the, I think Planet of the Dead with that one <laughs> thief. She he he has a companion for a little while, which is a thief, and they encounter these bug-like aliens and on a desert planet. Anyway, and then it's hold the... on, what are you talking about? Oh, you do okay, okay. <laughs> these exist. I am not kidding you. These are actual Doctor Who episodes. Before he, before David Tennant gave up the mantle, he did these mini episodes where he didn't have a companion. It was him by himself. And he did these episodes, one of which was that I, – I wish I could remember. I think that's the name. I want to say that's the name, but I cannot find it anywhere. And the Master um, comes back in one of these. He, the Master comes back at the – it's called The End of Time. That's the name of the episode, <laughs> The End of Time. Um, and it's a two-parter, and in this episode, he has, the doctor comes back and has, or I mean, the master comes back and he has, like, electrical powers. It's very strange. Uh, Is it he, the same actor? What's his name? Same actor. Uh, John Sims. Sims. John Sims? Okay, yeah. Yeah. And he has, he has those powers. He has, like, the, these strange powers, and they, that's when they meet the doctors who were kept in a time bubble it, it, it was starring one of the um, one of the head time lords was uh Roger not Roger Moore um yeah Timothy Dalton Timothy Dalton Timothy Dalton okay yeah, I yeah. remember seeing that one as well okay yeah. yeah that's the end of time and that's when the do- when the master dies a second time <laughs> that he yes, dies he, he too. sacrifices himself or whatever too right so to, which one uh, happened last? Why? How did he come back from whichever one was first? I don't know because well, this is the first. This is the last time. This is the last time you see the master as John Sim, because he. I want to know how he came back after the one where Doctor he made Doctor Who an old guy. 
Um, I don't remember. I'm actually on that episode. I've been cat. I've been following up on the Tenth Doctor. I've been watching episodes every now and again, and I'm actually at that episode. So I haven't watched it yet. I, I don't remember. Okay, you got to report back then. Yeah, you got, you got homework <laughs> to do. You're gonna have to report back definitely because yeah. we got to figure that out. But either way, uh, he was an excellent master. <clears throat> yeah, so definitely. yeah. Um, did you suspect this at all? I know. I know some people did. There was speculation online. I didn't know who she was going to be. I actually kind of thought she was going to be um, – what was I going to say? What, well, she mentioned something at the very beginning where she's like, oh, I'm his girlfriend or something. She's my, he's my boyfriend. One of the first episodes, he, she says this, and I thought, is this a weird river song reincarnation? Like, is this – that's what I, I – We oh. talked about that, I think, yeah. maybe, too, because, yeah, <laughs> totally. But – because she said her name was Missy, though, and mm-hmm. that's what got some people onto it. Some people actually put that together. Right, to be mistress and therefore the master. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, it's still – I saw Stephen Moffat talking about this as well, and I guess they do have a certain amount of control as to what they come back as. Well, yeah. As a matter of fact, in the – what was it? The Eighth Doctors – before the Eighth Doctors – that one mini really short YouTube thing that they did before Dave the Doctor yeah, they had yeah. yeah they had that whole um uh regeneration and they said oh yeah, yeah you can who do you want to be yeah. Paul McGann yeah do you, who do you want to be do you want to be a man woman young old he was given a choice and yeah. i think you have a choice as well Oh well, yeah so was he uh, given a choice though like did part of the brew they made up determine his choice or can he do it internally was the brew just to kill him was that a poison that killed him and caused and triggered a regeneration right he actually it did because he wanted to regenerate into somebody who could handle the time war yes and that's why he regenerated but um, you are right that they did say it in a way that gave the impression like the witches or whatever had control Mm-hmm. But maybe they were just asking him, and then he answered the question to himself and came back as a war doctor, for sure. Sure. Because, you know, most of the time he seems to just let it go, I guess, just because of the, who the type of guy he is, and, you know. But he also says, remember the, I know it was just a joke, but the war doctor says maybe the ear is a bit less conspicuous this time. <laughs> you know, which is a joke, because right. Eccleston and his Dumbo ears. Exactly. exactly. So, you know. Or maybe he was just saying that because he always throws caution to the wind, and he's just like, you know. Well, he's always concerned about his looks. Because who would want to turn into a dick, right? Right. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> well, that was something that's never been brought up again. In the very first episode of the season, you know, we, we see the doctor say, I, I chose this face for, for a reason. Why did I choose this face? I don't understand. And they never brought it up again. They never bring Ooh, it up. That good catch, though. Right, it's it's been said, but never talked about afterwards. And you think that'd be the biggest, cons- or at least the biggest clue as to why he is the way he is. Why was why well, is he Scottish? Well, here's something that I think is gonna. Yeah, that's another thing. He says flat out. He says I'm Scottish. Mm-hmm. So what is the Time Lords can turn into nation? They can control the na- ethnic nationality that's gonna come out of them too. Like uh, apparently, is there you know? a Scotland on on Gallifrey? Like. <laughs> That's what I don't get. So Gallifreyans can like regenerate into people from other planets. Technically, I think they could. I mean, technically, that's in. It seems like it is in the lore that they can actually be whatever they decide Especially to be. Especially old but, ones who are maybe with a certain amount of experience in a certain place. Maybe that influences who they become. I don't know. Who knows? 
because he's he's the first doctor to be Scottish, right? Like there was one other I want to say. Well, there Sylvester was McCoy other. was he admittedly Scottish? Because he was a Scot, but was he admittedly right. a Scot on the show? Because Tennant is Scottish, but, but wasn't was Scottish on the show. Right. But right. McCoy did use kind of his Scottish accent. It might not. Have, well, nowadays, because it's the, you know, it's a it's technically even though it's not a reboot, it's a continuation. It's kind of a soft reboot in the sense of now they're taking that stuff into consideration. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Because we have a huge thing to consider, though, too. And this cannot be ignored for long. But mm-hmm. we still have the issue of the veil yard. Yes, yes, you mentioned that actually uh, from watching not this episode, but the um, I yeah. believe it was um, Flatline when they were all 2D, right? Was that the one when you yes, mentioned it? Yes, yes, yes. It, can, yeah. it cannot be ignored forever. Like, <laughs> and this is right where it's supposed to happen. Like, what did they say? It's somewhere in between his 12th and final incarnation. Mm-hmm. So it's either him or, or the next guy. Or wait. Final. Well, that changes that though, doesn't it? No, it doesn't, because technically the final one is his thirteenth regener or twelfth regeneration in this new line of regeneration. So any one of those eleven before the twelfth regeneration can be the Valyard, <laughs> technically. Wait, any of them wait, isn't it in between twelfth and final they said though? Right, but the twelfth one oh, wait, was between, maybe that's maybe the yeah. okay. The twelfth one was Is that the war doctor then? Oh, I didn't think about that. Would the War Doctor actually just be the Veilyard then? And any of those Veilyard stories that happened happened to what would have been that character in his timeline? Because that War Doctor was around long enough that – because when you see his reflection in that Paul McGann short, he's Mm -hmm. younger. Yes. And so that means that Doctor was around for a fuck long time. That war lasted a long time if a Time Lord got old. Because how Mm -hmm. long did it take Matt Smith to age? Four and no, it was only like four hundred years still in one place. Could yeah. have been a four hundred year war or a three hundred year war going on, yeah. and he was that war doctor for so fucking long that you mm-hmm. know maybe he was the Valyard. I can't see it being ignored either, but people mm-hmm. tend to ignore shit. I also can't see his daughter being ignored forever. Oh right, because he's she's still out there. She <laughs> is still out there somewhere. God yeah. damn it! What was her name again? Was it? Jenny. Jenny, yeah. Jenny, you're out there somewhere. (laughs) Who knows? Someone, don't don't we care about Jenny? Everyone seems to have forgotten, man. Uh, Yeah. But not that he knows, right? He didn't know she survived. No, no, no. Yeah, because she she regenerated. She she was able to regenerate after he left. Yeah. And that's why she took to the stars and did her own thing. She didn't regenerate into another body, though. No, she she her regeneration healed her wounds yeah, and then she yeah. was able to go on. Yeah. Oh my but god. But of course, again, Tenet, you know, when he was on his run, he did have a chance to regenerate again. He chose to be himself again. So, you know, th- th- there are these little these these little twists again. Yes. Choice, yes. choice and regeneration. So. Yeah, yeah, it's it's on a more ethereal level than just pure science, I guess. You know, I mean, the way the Time Lords like I've read up on a lot of the history. <laughs> And, you know, the creators of all these devices that have been used in the show over the years and the fucking mind's eye this and the fucking crazy shit that, you know? <laughs> yeah. And they just – they can invent it on a, on a way that they don't need to – Doctor Who doesn't need to be as scientifically technical as other shows, as other sci-fi shows, which is one beautiful thing. 
Yeah. They can be timey wimey, wibbly wobbly, mm-hmm. and it doesn't have to sound as real because he can also cleverly describe it in a way that makes you understand it, even though it's a load of bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> like what he said something last time, or he was explaining the TARDIS or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can't remember. Oh, the weights, right? Is it about the weight in Flatline where he? It's like ah, oh, it's oh, it, it it's not as heavy as you think it is because it would. Just crush the earth. Yeah, yeah. The actual weight of the TARDIS would crush the earth. <laughs> yeah. That's well, right. fucking... I love that shit, man. It's, uh... Yeah, I don't... Those little technicalities, certain things like, you know... Well, they're explaining heaven and hell in the last episode. <laughs> well, know? he says... Okay, look. He says at one point, I am the last of my race. In one of the last few episodes. Can't remember which. But he says those words. I'm the last right. of my race. Now, as, I, as far as I remember, at the end of the 50th, they all forget except him. Doesn't he remember? No, the only one who was going to remember was going to be um, the 8th. Or not the 8th, um, I'm sorry, um, the War Doctor, was the, I think was the only no, one. No, he was going to forget too, because he said, I'm not going to remember any of this. Well, at, oh, least, that's right. at least I got to be the Doctor for a moment. You th- I don't know. I, I, I guess, maybe. Because... Because then, remember, Matt, Matt Smith says to uh, to the curator, he's like, is that what I'm supposed to do? Am I supposed to find Gallifrey? Mm-hmm. But then every, he never brings it up again. It never right. comes up again. And we wonder, how did thing. they ignore Gallifrey? So I don't <laughs> think he remembers. I think he still thinks that he is the last Time Lord. Right. And that's true. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it's never brought up again. The biggest thing, you know, he had a yeah. purpose. I even think we talked. Didn't we talk about the fiftieth at some point? I want to say we did, but it, it's it was a purpose. It was a new uh, a new uh, turning point for the the show, and it never gets brought up. It's the it's the strange how they're handling this doctor is actually really confusing. I don't necessarily like it. It's it is mysterious and it is yeah. confusing, and I I think it's gonna pay off. Because it's the same guy who's been doing it forever, even though Moffat right. wrote, like, every episode this season. All but one, I want to say. I think there was just one episode he didn't do, but he either co-wrote or wrote every was other it? episode. Yeah, I think we just talked about it. It might have been the Robin Hood episode or something. I think so. Yeah, because... I think it's got to pay off in the end at some point somehow. Well, um, you know, now with the reveal of the Master... And uh, yeah, I think Master of... automatically brings Gallifrey back into it. I think I think it has to. Was the master around during? Well, nothing really happened because it's this fucking time paradox, man. <laughs> you like to think that the like the fiftieth was an event, but it wasn't. The whole fiftieth anniversary was like a blip within the thing, what's uh, within the moment. You know what I mean? Which I think is okay. I think it's perfectly fine for it to be a blip because you know, it, it was it was fan service. The fiftieth was just fan service, which I'm perfectly fine with. It didn't have to be anything big, it, and it did explain one thing. You which think, it, it, no, I think it was more than that. I think it was it was very important to the to. But it didn't make an impact on this season. Everything that happened on the fiftieth is hasn't really been brought up. Gallifrey Eric, surviving was the biggest thing that came out of the fiftieth, and that's a pretty big thing. It's a huge thing, but never brought up. The regeneration, to not being, since you're saying. Yeah. Not since, right. Yeah, yeah. And so I don't think he knows. I, do, I think he thinks he's the last still. I think he still thinks that he might have been the guy that killed the Time Lords. And and it very well could be. And I hope that this next episode, because I'm 
Look, I I like Dark Water. I like the episode. I thought the Return of the Cybermen was cool. I like the I like the whole heaven and hell thing being a, a Time Lord device, and it really is just a a storage of consciousness. I'm perfectly cool with all that stuff. Yeah, but it needs. You're right. This next episode, this one coming up this weekend, has to be amazing because I'm scared for the show. Actually, I'm a little frightened. Really? I am. I am. It's In- it's. In that it'll disappoint or just fall in, apart? In that it'll fall apart. We have a companion that isn't all that likable. We have a, you know, I, at least I don't think so. Not anymore. Well, she's, I've I, been enjoying her because of what she's been going through. I think as uh, I think her performances, Jenna Coleman's performances have been fantastic. superb mm-hmm. as far as her uh, struggling and... Uh, not being as on the same wavelength with the doctor as she was before, you know, yeah. it's still weird how Clara being is officially the longest companion. I right. Believe, yet yeah. feels like brand new still. Well, cause she's two different people in, I mean, she, in, in the previous season, you yeah. know, with, with Matt Smith, she was always changing as a different person, you know, like yeah, she was never yeah. the same person in per episode in this one. She's been consistently this kind of, bossy maybe it's huger than we could even expect because the master missy was talking about oh my clara right she chose he or she chose chose well or whatever exactly right from the beginning like imagine he had involvement with the whole thing right back to like the fucking 50th and shit like like before that like the time stream and all that shit that'd be fucking and that's why this episode has to wow me because it has to explain all of that. Because yeah. if it doesn't explain any of that, I'm out. Because I need to know. Like I, can't, I'm not gonna wait three seasons to find out why. Why didn't Clara's he realize important. she had two hearts when she first put his hand on her chest? What do you mean? Oh, um, he did. I think he knew when they first met. I think that's why he was so confused. Partly. Like, wow. Yeah. 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 But that two hearts, yeah. Uh, I I I didn't like that. It she took him so long. Like to... an, an android, you know. Uh, but you know what? That's kind of how the master is. She, he's or she, whatever, is very unpredictable in that sense. And I kind of like that whole android bit. I thought, ah, okay, you're trying to you're trying to pull one over. Awesome. I, I like see, it. See, uh, they showed a special. I think it was from a, a bit ago. But I... <coughs> excuse me, it just. Uh aired again the other day but it was peter davidson doing a little special on trying to figure out the ultimate doctor okay and i didn't see that it's very cool you should be able to find it online somewhere but it's uh it's him doing interviews with dave Tennant and peter capaldi and capaldi's about to take over behind the scenes but you know there's lots of interviews and they're discussing his qualities and the character over the years and blah 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 it's really good but uh what was my point in bringing this up Oh god damn it. <laughs> that the that least is not this is not, not the ultimate doctor? I don't know. <laughs> what were we talking about just before I brought that up? Um we were talking about Missy and we were talking about the master, her being the master and him feeling his her hearts. Um <laughs> I'm just gonna pick up this here E pen. I'm just going to hit it and hope that eventually at some point in my life the thought comes back to me. Well, either way. It was a really interesting special, and uh, 
they talked about some cool stuff, but there was some point that I was going to make about something that had to do with it. But uh, uh, the being, uh, I guess you know uh, what I like about Missy being uh, the master is this again makes the potential for the Doctor to be anybody now. Like it, it opens the door that you don't. He doesn't always have to be a white guy. He could be anybody. Oh yeah, that's official. But. Uh... Yeah, River Song was always a girl, right? She was never a boy at any point, was she? River Song was always a girl. Right, right, yeah. right, 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 mm-hmm. right. Um, you know, it's a big act for Jenna to have had to follow Amy and. Oh yes, I remember. Okay, okay. I knew it would come back to me. Sorry about that momentary moment. <laughs> I was set adrift on memory bliss there for a moment. One of the things they talked about was the music. They sat with the guy who does oh, yeah. the score now and everything, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, Doctor Who has never really had a theme. Like, it's got the theme song, which is very... It's been changed every season, but the melody is still the same, and you just play with the instruments or whatever, right? Right, yeah. But the arrangement's pretty much always there. And they've never really given the Doctor a theme before, where he had his own theme. <coughs> and I was like... That is kind of true now that you think about it. And then they went, the first time we really went with that was the 11th. And uh, so they played that theme. And you know the theme I'm talking about for the 11th? Yes, yeah. I love that theme. Yeah, yeah. And I never even realized how much I loved it until they explained that. And I realized, oh, my God, that's totally is like his theme. Like, da, 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 da. I was like, that is a huge reason of the impact of why the Matt Smith era was so, so good. And then they talk about Capaldi's theme, which mm-hmm. I haven't even noticed he had one. I didn't notice it either. But apparently fact, he does. Yeah. So I didn't we're going to have to listen in a little carefully. But it, well, it was much more evident with Matt Smith. Like whenever something, like whenever he was about to do something huge, yeah, what a, you'd hear the yeah. song. I was like, oh, oh, he's gonna do something. What Wait a for great it. Great <laughs> piece of music, man. And they kept showing clips of him and stuff. Still, even the more it goes on, uh, best doctor ever. Mm-hmm. The eleventh, hands down. We can't. It's getting to a point where people can't even argue. You can have your favorite, right? Everybody can have their favorite. Pick whoever the fuck you want. Sure. <laughs> you know, dress up like the one timer if you want or something. But mm-hmm. no, Matt Smith all around, come on. <laughs> just what a performance. Like he just he is set like they had to go really far the other way. They had to go as far as Capaldi. Mm-hmm. You know, but they are polar opposites, you're right. Yeah. But there is a re- like you said, there's a reason that he had to become that face and maybe it's cuz he's going to have to do something really hard. Mm-hmm. You know, so he brings. Oh, I want to say he brings it up, or no, never mind. I want to. I want to say he. I was gonna say he. I thought he brought up Fires of Pompeii at some point, but now I'm thinking of Water of Mars, which is Tenant. Never mind. I just saw it and I remember him saying it. Anyway, well, you before. thought he brought up the episode that he was on, <laughs> right? I, for some reason, I thought, hey, I think Paul they actually mentioned it once, but he doesn't in show. And and that's the thing. I, I, apparently, I've see, have you seen the previews for next week for this next week for this next episode? I think I have, but I can't remember. Oh, I so think the, I saw the, some clips of him and Missy walking around, but it might have been for the episode we just watched. So the um, 
the characters from the 50th show up again. Some of them show up again. The one girl with the fourth scarf. I don't remember if you remember that one. Oh, I knew she was coming, but isn't she yeah. wearing a bow tie now? She's wearing a bow tie now, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's adorable. <laughs> so I really... I'm hoping she becomes the next companion, in all honesty. Because <laughs> she's very into the whole... She She's obviously in the universe a fan of the doctor like in universe she's a fan i think people said that when it happened i think i might have heard a bit of chatter about they should make her the next companion i wouldn't i wouldn't complain i'm drinking my minute made apple juice drinking (laughs) box sorry no problem i needed to refresh there (laughs) good times um yeah so is is i guess it's gonna involve what are they called then uh, what's their fucking shield organization? What's it called? Oh, oh, um, London's uh, Agents of Shield. Right. No, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, I forget. What's it called? Unit. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, I yeah. guess Unit will be involved. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, Unit only gets involved usually when they detect something happening. But I guess the Cybermen are now attacking Earth. So sure. Yeah, men are everywhere. <clears throat> um, perfect opportunity, you know, wink, wink, to bring back Torchwood. Oh, you think that would happen? <laughs> if he's not going to show up, you think? No, show he's up? not going to show up. But I'm saying, what a great, what an opportunity to kind of bring back a show that was, you know, doing fairly well up until a few years ago, and then I think the last season nobody really liked, but. I would love to see uh, Captain Jack come back. I mean, it would be cool. It would be cool. Yeah. He's his, one of the more iconic characters. His story, it, they should bring him back, but it was wrapped up in a in a strange way with the face of Bo thing. It was. Just that last, that. those little moments sometimes I like to leave alone. Like just that moment where he walks away and Tennant realizes that he's the face of Bo, mm-hmm. that I don't know. It, it's such a nice ending that, you know, it'll have to be pretty epic if they do bring him back. You know what I mean? Like, and what do you do? Do you bring him back for one episode or do you bring him back as, a, as again, as a recurring over several episodes? It's real hard to play with those things that have that have come and gone in such neat packages in a way, you know? Like, we'd love to see yeah. him again, obviously. Well, but I mean, I'm... fuck, where's fucking Jenny? <laughs> well, I was going to say, you know, like, they milked river song for a while after she quote-unquote died like she was supposed to have died not she didn't even die she just wasn't a thing because she dies in tenant's era but technically she's dead when they go to go to the whatever that one well, place she was first guy. meets him as tenant well he meets first he first meets her as tenant she first meets him as as matt smith so remember, their their timelines are going in reverse. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. When did she first meet Smith? I want to say, oh, um, let's kill Hitler. Right, right. When yes, she, yes. she does her first regeneration. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, that's fucking. That's a great episode. <laughs> yeah, she's crazy. Yeah, you know? she's totally nuts. <laughs> um, do you, do you regenerate her if you bring her back? Who? River? River Song? I know. that she, He said goodbye. Can she come back? No. No, she can't because she, she was born and died. Mm-hmm. Although, 
remember she was in that place? She yeah, she was at the do- at the doctor's uh grave. Um No, 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 oh. no, no. She ends oh. up in heaven or something. Right. It, it, right. Oh, right. And she's <laughs> she she is there in the library, right? You're talking about the library no, where she's uploaded? Yeah. Yes, yes, she's yeah, uploaded. And then she know. ends up somewhere. Which leads me to the second thing. They mention, okay, so this is an episode with Matt Smith and Clara where she gets a phone call. It's the Wi-Fi episode where she gets a call from tech support. And you assume it's River Song because it sounds like her, I think. like It sounds like her. So she might have already, she might be already back and they just haven't brought her in. Who's, because I'm, That's kind of fuzzy. What happens? Who Who calls her? All right, so there's an episode where Clara is having trouble with the Wi-Fi at the house of the, uh, of the at the house that she's kind of babysitting in. She's like a and this is mother. not using the doctor's phone. No, this is not using the doctor's right, phone. Right, right, okay, okay. Yeah. But she gets a phone number. Oh no, she's having trouble. She gets a, phone, a call or she calls tech support, and it is uh, you. You recognize the hand. You don't see the face, but you kind of recognize the voice as River Song saying, "This is what you need to do." And really? it's brought up again to, to, to Matt Smith's doctor saying, hey, somebody from here called. It's brought up yet again in episode two or three of this last season where Clara tells Capaldi, um, you remember that phone call from that tech support lady? That's weird. And it's never brought up again. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But they bring it up like it's important. Like it, there's That could have been Missy that. calling in just trying to steer stuff around too. But that, that yeah. But I'm really thinking now in that heaven episode. What if she's in the heaven? What if Riversong went to the heaven that is this heaven that the master's using? And technically could very well be because again, she they they only upload consciousness right before they die, which is what Oh my god. Which is what the doctor <laughs> did. <laughs> oh my god, Riversong could totally be in this library. Certainly, he, oh, she can technically be goodness. in the nether sphere, living her life, you know, doing her thing. Wow! And then, and thus, great way to the, bring her back. Yeah, and, and thus then if her consciousness call. comes back or something, it could regenerate. But a again, shame to regenerate because she's so River Song. But if we're going to accept that the Doctor goes, you got to accept the River Song goes too. Right. Exactly. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. Because they never really had a life, so maybe and this then is because. Her consciousness was uploaded into this library. Mm-hmm. It out of syncs it with the time, and she is no longer on opposite streams. Could be. Now yeah. she goes along with the doctor. Especially if they intend to bring back Danny Pink. Like, if they're going to bring him back, they have to. If, and if she's there, they have to bring her back, too. They would have to. Because she's there with her friends, right? Like, I remember yes. when she died, the fellow astronauts in the library, right? Man, right. if they take this all the way back to the fucking <laughs> library. But no, she would technically be uploaded in that library, though. Well, but again, who, you know, she was – no, she, was, she wasn't she was uploaded in the library. She was uploaded – wasn't she uploaded into the – into the uh, she, sonic screwdriver? Initially, she put herself uh, uh, into oh. the sonic screwdriver, and then oh, he my. ran to the library, remember, and downloaded her into it. It's still a pawn. I mean, I'm. I'm it could work, really, though. Yeah, this yeah. all could work somehow. 
I still think that, yeah, it's a huge possibility to see that happen. And I, I would like to actually see that happen. Even though I, I'm not the biggest fan of River Song, I do like the kind of stuff that they go through and the kind of rapport that they have. And I think, seriously, as much as I love Capaldi, he's a fantastic actor. I think he needs someone to mellow him down. <laughs> he needs someone. I want to him to get a bit crazier. Really? Yeah, I'd like a little bit more of the meaner, like the the great part. One of like when Smith would have those great moments of basically run. Like, and, but, you know, in these tirading, I have been alive, I remember, and Tenet would do it once in a while, sure. blah, 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 blah. Not once have we had seen the doctor have a moment where he's like, you know, and he's not gonna shut up, I'm the smartest one in the room. Like, Well, he did do that. He did that did in, uh, yeah, the, uh, uh, or was it the mummy on the Orient Express? He he's took like, a while, though, like, before he yeah. really took charge, he kind of hung back. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't jump in like the other doctors do. Like, yeah, he's just as curious and everything, but he doesn't seem to as buffoon his way into things as much. Like, he seems to more, uh, he's more steadfast. He's more, uh, what's the word? He's more weary of things that are happening. Mm-hmm. You know, like he may be just as confident as the other guys, but he's not as brash, you know? He, he doesn't. He... He doesn't have the patience for it anymore. <laughs> yeah, he's true. just like I. I don't have this. I don't have. I don't have the time for this. We're just gonna let this guy die. Just like figure out what's going on, and we'll move on from there. You know, that's just how it is. But um, well, I guess we'll see. You know, this is the. I'm very curious as to how uh, whether whether Jenna's gonna stay for another season. I kind of think she's not going Didn't to. Did they announce she's leaving already? It's speculated. It's a been rumor. I haven't seen anything. She might be leaving 100%. at the Christmas. The Christmas special might be her last deal. I I've only yeah I've only heard rumors. I don't think I've heard anything concrete. Bless but... their hearts for doing the Christmas special again. Too, yeah. Right? Like every year I say this, but it's like it's so exciting to have that to look forward to on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. That's such a British thing to do. Like, oh yeah. You know. Uh, Christmas turkey and Doctor Who. <laughs> uh, yeah, just absolutely love it. I can't wait. And, you know, they haven't talked much about what's going on, so. Yeah, we just know who kind of is guest starring and that's it. So I think we covered that episode pretty good. I think, uh, you know what, I love how in Doctor Who you can go back to a sentence that was said seasons yes. ago. Like, we're dealing now with a character who's returning and skipped an entire Doctor. <laughs> Like, had no interaction right. with Matt Smith whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And now they're like, okay, here you go. And fucking he's a she, and she's fucking nasty. And yeah. Oh, man. It's going <laughs> it's, it's to be good times. Uh, I, I can't see it not ending. I can't see it ending well for Clara. Um, maybe she bites no. it, and in his depression, Danny just flies the fucking galaxy. And, man, that won't be fun for you, will it? <laughs> He's dead, dead, he's dead though. Like, oh, they're gonna dead. fix him. He can't do it. <laughs> oh, they better not. Now's when oh, you get all. They better solid. not fix the guy. <laughs> oh, I would feel bad if that turns out that it's just him and Danny Pink flying around the galaxy together. <laughs> well, well, you know what though? Without Clara, I think I'd be able to handle it. It really is the two of them together that really annoys me. I, I think I'd agree. I think yeah. I'd agree. Yeah, it's just it's too forced. It doesn't make sense. They're fucking. They were always nervous, so nervous, and then all of a sudden they've fucking been in love forever. I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. 
it's kind of ridiculous. But overall, it's exciting to see this arc coming together again and to see what happens. There's so many doors have been opened in areas. We're not even speculating about the things we thought we'd be. Like we said that Gallifrey has had nothing to do with anything. Uh, I myself mm-hmm. am not super clear on whether the Doctor actually knows if he's the last Time Lord and if Gallifrey is still around. Uh, I seem to remember other things that might have said that he does, but I'm sure that'll get clarified, especially with the Master. I wonder if the Master knows, excuse me, that uh, any of this has gone on. Oh, I, I'm i pretty sure the Master... I, I guarantee you the Master has all the answers. In the next episode, she will know exactly everything that had You think it's going to happen that quickly, eh? Well, like... Like I said, well, like you said, Ashley, she was the reason why, you know, she chose Clara for whatever reason, and she did all this stuff. So I think she actually has all the answers. I believe this. The answers She'll be the one to kind of clarify the whole show. Yeah. Oh, it's exciting stuff. We're getting there. We're oh, getting yeah. somewhere. <laughs> uh, um, Francis, thank you so much for another uh, enjoyable Hooversation. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thanks for telling us about uh, the Kamikaze. I'm very happy that you had a wonderful time there. Oh, yeah, certainly. You can find Francis, who's also on the Points of Interest Podcast Network, which is at pointsofinterestpodcast.com. You can find links to all our latest featured episodes and menu links to all our podcasts. An Elegant Weapon is there. Francis's shows Geek Love Radio, A Critical Moment of Awesome, and Back When We Were Interesting are all there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does Back When We Were Interesting with Shelley and Josh. And Josh yep. does two days later with me, and we do all that stuff. <laughs> so it's just big, uh, it's big fun time. So again, um, I'm not sure if I'm going to get another episode in before I go to Pennsylvania. Uh, I just might, but uh, I may get lazy and not, and just uh, may wait it because this is episode 124. So oh, wow. maybe I'll skip a couple days, and uh, you know, all you. Uh, dedicated listeners out there <laughs> you can uh, you'll catch our great allentown comic-con special i'm sure that i am going to get enough uh pod in that it's going to be a, a several part special it will be serial in fact so uh do that check that out and uh sincere sarcasm.com net dot net yeah and you can read about uh francis's adventures at the uh, thing. You know what? I'm going to shout out, oddly enough, we also have a YouTube channel for Points of Interest. Right, yes. Uh, Points of Interest <laughs> podcast on YouTube. Dave the Drummer has his little episodic events on there. Mm-hmm. And there's yes. also a really good interview that Josh did with Sam Whitwer. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know if you guys put anything else up there since. Oh, I believe you can get episodes uh, uh, of Back When now, right? Yeah, li- yeah where we you get to your faces we go yeah, live yeah, yeah. uh whenever we can apparently we haven't been consistent yet <laughs> well you i know you started wednesdays but then it was easier for josh to get home on time on tuesdays or something so you switched to right. tuesdays that's the story i was given it, that is the right story and then this week we're going on on a thursday because i was busy yesterday with some things so <laughs> it's not consistent you'll find it when you find it we'll post when it comes up, like when we're going to go live on Twitter. So look out for us there and we'll let you know when we're going to be on live and you can join us and watch us and, and comment on the Twitter and let us know how we're doing and, Absolutely. and chime in. Yeah. yeah, Fun times. Get in touch, kids. Uh, also, you can always reach us at an elegant weapon L5J at yahoo.ca. 
Check it out, www.anelegantweapon.ca. Coming to you next time, then. I've decided it now. I'm going to wait. The next episode is going to be episode 125. It's going to be the Great Allentown Comic-Con Adventure. Uh, People slated that I may have the opportunity to talk to. Uh, Nichelle Nichols. Ooh. Ooh, if I get a chat with Ohura, wouldn't that be nice? That'd be amazing. Yeah, and uh, Michael Bean who is of the Terminator, and uh, he was Kyle Reese in the original Terminator. Oh, wow. And he's yeah. in uh, you know, Aliens and Tombstone and stuff. I love fucking Tombstone. He's like Johnny Ringo, or Johnny Gringo and uh, <laughs> in Tombstone. Yeah. 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 Fucking... One of the Beatles, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs> but it'd be really cool to get to talk to him, too, so... It's good times, but uh, there you go. Uh, watch this weekend, and we'll have Francis back soon, and we'll talk about the ending of uh, what's going on with our good doctor. But for now, uh, that's all we're going to have this week on An Elegant Weapon. Take it easy. I can feel it. That's what I'm This was-